vaccination appointment, and then I canceled it because I wanted a different vaccine. <laughs> so then I made a vaccination appointment for that new vaccine that I wanted, and then I saw a scary news story, so I said, okay, cancel it. Then I saw another scary story about a new, more contagious, more deadly version of COVID-19 that has made its way completely across the country. So I said, okay, make a new appointment. And then I canceled it. Oh yeah, true story. This is about ascension, self-realization, and what do selenite and rose quartz crystal have to do with it? I am going to tell you what happened next. This is a good story. You want to stick around for the next 29 minutes. Jillian Harris here. I am the Conscious Cougar. This is where metaphysics meets modern day conundrums. Desperate times meets ancient wisdom. In short, I'm a CEO, four-time author, a metaphysical consultant. Breaking that last one down, I'm a medium, a channel, intuit, Reiki master teacher, ordained minister, conscious creation specialist, and intention coach. That's just a little bit of what I do. My intention today is to share the process of moving through this vaccination thing consciously, keeping your entire self in alignment with the outcome that you want. What? Oh my God, I hadn't thought about that before. It's like we do have a choice. We actually do. And I am living out that as an example for you. And we're going to talk more about what happened next with me and my vaccination journey. I thank you always for your feedback. I'm loving your emails. Theconsciouscougar at gmail.com. That's where to send them. Also, please visit my website, jillianharrisworldwide.com. That's Jillian with a G, not a J. It's a G, a soft G, like geometry, gymnastics. G-I-L-L-I-A-N, Harris, worldwide. So two podcasts ago, the title was Vaccination Deliberation, because I was in deliberation within. And I figured a lot of people, I know a lot of people still are within deliberation within, and they're waiting to see, you know, how people are doing and and news reports are, you know, coming out and whatnot. Um, But that podcast, not the last one before this, but the one before that. Vaccination deliberation was about whether to get vaccinated. So basically it was like 30 minutes of education as I shared uh, what I got from researching uh, the vaccines and whatnot. And I decided to do it. I decided I'm going to do it. I'm going to get a vaccine. And I made an appointment for Moderna for like, you know, a week later or something. Okay. So that day comes. (laughs) The appointment vaccination day comes. And two and a half hours prior to the appointment, I get a random, truly random call from my uncle's physician. And at the end of that conversation, I just said, hey, what vac- What you know, have you been vaccinated yet? So we have a vaccination conversation from which I decided I'm going to do what he's doing. I'm going to get Johnson & Johnson instead of what I was doing. So now I call and I cancel my Moderna appointment. Okay, the next podcast, which would be the one right before this one, um, I call that one Herd Vaccination. And basically, I'm encouraging people to at least be conscious about what vaccine you're getting. You know, what's up with it? Know what's happening. What's going to happen in your body? What does it do? How does it work? I was also sharing my journey. And by the end of that last podcast, I decided that, you know what, either J&J, which I'm going to say sometimes instead of Johnson & Johnson, when I say J&J, I mean Johnson & Johnson, or Moderna, either one. I was cool with either one. 
Um, and actually, towards the end of that podcast, I was leaning more towards Moderna. So I go searching for a convenient appointment. And um, I'm not by coastal, but I'm by cityal. <laughs> so I live in a couple different cities in Southern California. And so I was doing my zip codes and whatnot. And you know what? I found Johnson and Johnson, a Johnson and Johnson appointment that I could make that was just easier. It was amazingly easy. So I scheduled that appointment for Sunday. Um, that was just this past Sunday. And uh, that day arrives two and a half hours before that appointment. I see on my Facebook page, a uh, response to my decision to get Johnson and Johnson. Someone mentioning that um, they had decided not to do Johnson and Johnson because of the baby powder lawsuit. Now she actually said more, but you know what? Wait a minute. One moment, please. Cause you know what? No one can thrive on an empty stomach due to the pandemic. 42 million people are facing hunger in the United States. And that includes more than 13 million children. Hunger knows no boundaries, you know. It touches everywhere, every community in the United States. The food lines are real. Please help. Visit feedingamerica.org and make a donation of any size, literally, any size. Feedingamerica.org, please, and thank you. So I'm supposed to go get my Johnson & Johnson vaccination, right? And... I knew about the talcum powder thing, the baby powder. I knew about this. I knew there'd been some lawsuits because cancer causing something, something. I didn't know detailed details. And at that point, um, ultra brief, okay. I figured it was a mistake that Johnson & Johnson made and they were working to make that right. Johnson & Johnson reportedly is paying more than $100 million to more than 1,000 lawsuits claiming the talc in the powder which was found to be contaminated with asbestos, caused cancer. A bombshell report by Reuters news agency in late 2018 revealed that Johnson & Johnson knew for decades that its baby powder products were contaminated by asbestos, a mineral known to cause cancer. But the company failed to publicly disclose that information. I didn't know that part earlier. I didn't know that until investigating this for this piece right here. According to the Reuters story, Johnson & Johnson's raw talc and talcum powder tested positive for trace amounts of asbestos on several occasions between 1971 and 2003. So to see, I knew about this, but I believed that Johnson & Johnson didn't consciously allow this contamination to go on and not tell people. And I'm also thinking that there were very, very few in the company that knew about this. It wasn't like everybody who worked for Johnson & Johnson just knew about the asbestos. I don't think so. This would have come out sooner. So now Johnson & Johnson reportedly discontinued using talc and uses cornstarch instead for that in its powder. 
Oh, and according to the report I saw um, on uh, drugwatch.com, posted February 17th, 2021, Johnson & Johnson faces more than 27,000 cases consolidated in the United States District Court and the District of New Jersey. Hundreds more are pending in state courts, and its SEC finding for June 2nd, 2021, the healthcare giant said that it set aside nearly $4 billion in talc lawsuit and settlement reserves. Okay, <laughs> $4 billion. They set that aside for settlement. They know, okay, here's my read on that. Okay, let me, I'm telling you, I'm editorializing now on that. They need more money from vaccine sales. Yeah, I went there. But I also see that they need to do some heroic changing of their imaging, big time. They need to use this vaccine opportunity to shine, not the opposite. They cannot afford another public relations disaster. They would be completely out of business. Know what I mean? That's what I'm thinking about Johnson & Johnson in terms of the vaccine, right? So that brings me comfort again, where I'm separating, I'm able to separate the vaccine from the baby powder. <laughs> There's separate issues, and I'm feeling that, you know, not only is it a golden opportunity, but everybody should have an opportunity to recreate their history. So here you go. This is a case of bad judgment, bad, 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 bad judgment. Great movie bad judgment. You know what I mean? Like, great movies are made out of this kind of really just ridiculous, horrible human-to-human -human bad judgment. Uh, but it also happened a workplace generation ago. Uh, that's what I like to call 20-ish years ago. And um, I believe that everybody deserves the opportunity to create new history. So I'm hoping that J&J &J is rising to that occasion right now. So, scheduled for J&J, &J, right? I'm about to make my 100-mile drive back to Los Angeles where the vaccine is happening. There's only one thing. She not only mentioned the baby powder, but she said that Johnson & Johnson had been in the news again recently, in the last few days. I'm like, oh no. And actually, that's a lie. I didn't say, oh no, I said, oh shit. <laughs> now what? So I Googled it. I got it in brief because I was rushing, right? I'm rushing to get on the freeway, but there'd been a mix up of a bunch of doses. And, and, and I stopped by my mom's house. And I'm like, mom, uh, I don't know if I'm getting the vaccine. I'm not sure what to do. Um, they they messed up 15,000 doses. Oh, wait, Mom. Did I say 15,000? I'm sorry. They messed up 15 million doses. 15 million. <sighs> okay. I'm stopping right there to say out loud that I support the healing of the country. Um, in all ways that it needs to be healed, you know? Oh my gosh, physically, spiritually, economically, all kinds of ways. Um, I'm about helping the globe, actually, but I'm a focus right here, right now is America uh, for the purpose of this podcast. And I had made a commitment, and I still have, I'm keeping with this commitment, not to bring up and talk about isolated, random cases of things gone wrong with people's vaccination experience. There are going to be things. There are going to be people who don't do well with an, an ingredient 
in, you know, one of the vaccines. And, you know, everybody, it's super helpful to know ahead of time what you're allergic to. Just saying. But I get sometimes we don't know. And allergies um, can just, like, happen. At one point, I was not allergic to penicillin. But now I am. So, you know, how, how and when did that happen? I learned in my 20s that I was suddenly allergic to penicillin or in all cillins. So I'm not a doctor. I'm a metaphysician, not a medical physician. So metaphysician, um, well, that has to do with moving energy, stuff outside of the physical eye, energy, vibration, especially in alignment with the purpose of manifestation right here in this physical world. That's what I specialize in. I'm saying that to you just in case I say something incredibly intelligent. I am not an MD. <laughs> uh, okay. So where was I? Oh, yeah. 15 million doses gone wrong. I'm canceling it now. I'm not making that drive to do that now. I'm not, now I need, I just need to think, you know what I mean? I need to understand what happened to the 15 million doses. Where are they? Did they get out first before they realized, oopsie, you know, I just needed to, I needed to really do an assessment of this new information. And also at this point, I'm almost embarrassed. I don't even want to talk to people about this. People are asking me, hey, did you get your vaccination? In terms of what went wrong, I had to look at that. And ultimately, I feel bad for Johnson & Johnson. It's like, damn. Hiring good help is a challenge sometimes. I get that. About a week ago as I speak, there was a report in the New York Times about um, a manufacturing issue for the Johnson & Johnson vaccine. A company called Emergent Biosolutions was in charge of putting the ingredients together. They just happened to be the company also commissioned to put the AstraZeneca vaccine together. Isn't that the one that's linked to the blood clots and whatnot? And it was recalled like early March, 2021, three European countries suspended use of AstraZeneca, that vaccine, because of blood clot risk. Yeah. So Emergent accidentally mixed some AstraZeneca with some J&J and called it J&J. Yep. That really happened. I'm reading directly from a report on NBCNews.com. Quote, Emergent Biosolutions is also producing ingredients for AstraZeneca's vaccine, and the Johnson & Johnson product was contaminated with AstraZeneca product, according to a senior administration official. The bad batch contained enough product to make 15 million doses Johnson & Johnson's vaccine, made by the company's Janssen subsidiary, was shown to be 86% effective in preventing severe forms of COVID-19, and it received emergency use authorization from the FDA in late February. But the AstraZeneca thing seems to be some links to blood clots, but I saw a story where Canada Health is telling its people the benefits of AstraZeneca outweigh the risks. Really? Mm -hmm. blood clots can remove you from this incarnation. I, I don't know. I think that's a whopper risk, don't you? And so there I was, little old me. <laughs> and I started feeling, oh my God, I need to take conscious action 
to create my outcome. I forgot I can do that. That's what we get to do in this incarnation. So what metaphysical tools do I need to work through this? I immediately grabbed uh, a wand of selenite and um, some rose quartz. The selenite, because it's like one of the strongest energetic disinfectants ever. Like if you don't want negative energy around, selenite is it. Selenite is the only stone that doesn't need to be cleared or cleansed. Like, you know, it, it would be like washing soap with soap. It is energetic soap. It dissolves. I wanted to say grease. <laughs> Greasy energy fields. Um, but yeah, darkness and negativity devoured transformed back into the nothingness from whence it originally came by selenite. Selenite is fierce. You want that. So I immediately grabbed some of that to blend with my energy field. I also got some rose quartz just because it's a heart chakra love thing. It's not only love out, it's love in. So it's me loving and staying. I wanted to stay in the loving that day. And, um, of everybody, everything, the whole process that was happening, and also loving myself. Hard to bring harm to such an energy field. So I was creating a vortex. And this way, I mean, seems like we don't know everything about the vaccine. So without preparing energetically, it's all a crapshoot. So I wanted to do my part at creating my own individual destiny, which we all can do. Create our own destiny in terms of how well we want the vaccine to work or not work. What are we going to focus on? What are you focused on? This is how the law of attraction works. This is how conscious creation works. And I realized that for myself, this absolutely needed to happen. Understanding the power, I put my faith back into modern technology, science, medicine, and the intrinsic goodness of the people behind it. I remembered that there are humans behind all of this. So I went ahead and made a decision to trust the humans to be on the side of humanity and continuing the human experience as a whole here on this fancy little globe we call Earth. I moved forward. I found a place uh, for Johnson & Johnson. It was really easy. I made the appointment. That appointment date came. It was actually yesterday. It was supposed to be at one o'clock, but two and a half hours earlier, I get an email from a friend of mine who did not know that I had um, a vaccination appointment scheduled, but this was just what was happening. And this was trending for me the two and a half hours before my vaccination appointment. I'm going to get some information. And so this time it was a little startling. A link to today's or yesterday's Yahoo News. The headline is on something out of Michigan with the state reporting 246 vaccinated residents diagnosed with COVID and three of those people died. 
And I was like, oh, Lord. Okay, what is this? Lynn Sutfin is a spokesperson for the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services. She says the cases were reported between January 1st and March 31st, and that 246 people had tested positive for COVID-19. She also said, quote, some of these individuals may ultimately be excluded from this list due to continuing to test positive from a recent infection prior to being fully vaccinated, end quote. That also kind of makes me feel like did that help or not help? That's interesting. She indicated those who were fully vaccinated, so that sounds like they either got the Johnson & Johnson or they got both of the other vaccinations, but she indicated those who were fully vaccinated but then tested positive for COVID also were either asymptomatic or had very mild symptoms compared to those who were not vaccinated. Now, my friend was not happy with any of this report, and he has postponed getting his vaccination. Like, this wasn't good for him. But to me, this report indicated that the vaccine is doing what it's supposed to do. None of them are 100% on stopping COVID-19. But there are a bunch of doctors saying that they are 100% at preventing severe cases of COVID, including hospitalization and death. So all of this got me to looking at the numbers. None of them are 100% in terms of stopping, stopping, stopping COVID, period. Uh, I heard something about 95% for Pfizer and Moderna and then 66% for Johnson and Johnson. 66. Hmm. 66% effective at making it so that you cannot get COVID, but 100% effective in preventing severe COVID-19 outcomes, including hospitalization and death. And so then I find this article with a doctor who's like, don't compare the vaccines. <laughs> this is an article on ama-assn.org, posted March 26, 2021. Headline is, what doctors wish patients knew about the Johnson & Johnson vaccine. It quotes the American Medical Association Chief Health and Science Officer, Myra Irons, MD, who says, quote, don't get caught up necessarily on the numbers game because it's a safe and effective vaccine. And what we need is to have as many effective vaccines as possible. Dr. Irons goes on to say, accept the fact that you now have three highly effective vaccines. These vaccines have not been tested head to head, so it's impossible to do a really accurate comparison. What matters most is they are all effective at preventing the most severe COVID outcomes, including hospitalization and death, end quote. See, there it is again. Okay, so now I'm like, if I can have my way, my way, I'll take the one shot Johnson & Johnson. The vaccine will work perfectly on me. It'll be easy to book an appointment. It won't hurt my body. And that'll be that, like bada boom, bada bang. So I make another appointment and that was for yesterday. 
And the night before I started working my, you know, preparing my vortex, like I explained earlier with the selenite and the rose quartz and, and just with my thoughts and my decision and realizing, you know, oh my gosh, I get to create. What do I want? Create that. What does that feel like? Envision how I want it to work out. Envision being in that. And what does that feel like? And that's one of the most powerful ways to create your vortex. What does it feel like to have already accomplished or acquired the thing it is that you said you wanted originally? Because again, by doing that, you now become it. You are it. And you attract what you are. So that's why that process is really important. You don't attract what you want. That's the sad part. We do not get what we want. It's a beautiful myth, but we don't get what we want. We get what we are. It's never ever the thing that we want so much. It's the way the thing makes us feel. It's the way the condition that we want makes us feel. So what does that feel like? Be that. And now your focus, the vortex you're creating helps to create this into manifestation. So this time, even though I got more news two and a half hours before my appointment, I still went for my appointment. I got in my car and I made an hour and a half drive to uh, the part of Los Angeles where it was happening and that part wasn't cool. This was happening in a great big former Sears department store. So when I tell you that the line of people was wrapped around the building. I saw the line and I was gonna like go stand in the back of the line and I kept walking and walking and I couldn't find the end of the line. And then I got like to an end and I looked and it was wrapping around the building and there were probably another, I don't know, 75 people in this line. And I'm like, oh my God, I turned around and I walked back to my car and I texted a friend who had gotten Johnson & Johnson at um, a college near my house. I'm like, oh my God, can I get the link to that? So I tried that link and they didn't have an appointment for another week. And in my head, I'm like, oh my God, you're here already. Get it done now. Uh -huh. So always prepared to stop at any park and play my drums. <laughs> I always have also a foldable stool. So I said, let me grab my stool. And that is the only way I made it. I waited outside in line for an hour and 40 minutes. Inside, once you get in the building, there was more line that lasted, I don't know, 15, 20 minutes. We got to a table where they uh, want you to prove by way of your driver's license, um, that you actually made an appointment. You cannot just stop by and jump in line and say, I want to get vaccinated today. You have to make an appointment first. So they saw my name was on this list. Now they point me at another table. I go there and I answer some questions there. It seemed like occupational stuff. This is also where I got my number. I was number 574. Yes. And this was the first day he said that they normally were getting up to like 500 people a day, but, and there was no, normally no line, but they were going for 700 yesterday of all days for me to go. Yeah. And this is only going to get worse because they're going to be opening and opening and opening it up to more and more people. So I'm glad I went through it. But so then he directed me to the next table, which uh, was a lady who's going to ask me health questions now. They want to know all the things that you're allergic to. Um, and like I mentioned before, it's, or did I mention it? I don't know. But it's really good to know what you're allergic to. So I had gotten a sticker to put on my shirt that um, 
said number said 574 number 574 and then now that i'm talking to the health lady and she's asking me about my allergies and whatnot since i do have allergies i got a red round sticker that goes on my sticker and uh and now i go over to the place where i'm going to be jabbed injected and uh, i walk up there and i'm like hey i understand you guys haven't had any screamers yet today so i'm here to help you with that <laughs> I didn't scream though. It didn't hurt. Actually, I didn't. I really didn't feel anything in terms of the needle. What I felt was when she put the bandaid on, like, you know, you just to smooth the bandaid on the injection hole site, that little dot, whew, that is still to this day on fire. So now they uh, have me go to what they call the restoration area. Restoration. Think about it. I mean, this shot does something to you. And I've heard a lot of different descriptions um, on all of these vaccines, Pfizer, Moderna, everybody's got something, not everybody, but a lot of people have um, reactions that they immediately feel. And I want to say that what I did feel immediately was an, uh, I was immediately overcome by a absolute definitive sense of relaxation, like almost overwhelming relaxation, like a few puffs on a really great indica joint. That's what it felt like. That is what it felt like. Like I was like, wow, if I could just like lay down right now, I could seriously go to sleep. So I could just drove home an hour and a half. Uh, this was a long day. It took up a lot of my day. And, um, and I felt brutalized. And so that makes me want to eat comfort food. But I didn't. I had protein. I ate some stuff. And then um, had an upset stomach. Uh, it's like my body was repelling something. And um, sorry, TMI, diarrhea. But not a long episode. Like, just boom. And then I was exhausted. And I went to sleep. That was my reaction. Done and done. And, um, you know, I know we still have more to go and they're going to make better vaccines and whatnot. But um, I am grateful to be through that. You know, on the way out, there was a man who ran up for assistance. He's like, my wife is having a bad reaction. And it looked like she had gone unconscious. And um, I'm sending her light and love constantly um, and hoping that the vaccine is actually a good thing for her. I crave your feedback. Email me, theconsciouscougar at gmail.com. Also, go hang out at the website, jillianharrisworldwide.com. Stop by anytime. And thank you for being right here, right here, right now. Thank you for contributing to the energy force that cares about this, about being healthy and happy and ending COVID's reign of terror. I hope that you will also create a safe vortex for yourself. Remember that with what we think and what we feel, we're playing into the cutting edge of creation. I always look forward to next time. I'll see you then. The Conscious Cougar, over and out.